It is a pleasure to uh, be with you this evening uh, to share a most welcome uh, launch of the VLA review of its means test. Um, before I say a few words about the role of the private profession in the provision of pro bono and uh, legal aid work, I do echo the acknowledgement of country that uh, Bevan and Sonia have, have made. The legal profession in Victoria has been an exemplar of the provision of legal services to those who, for reasons of financial constraints or disability, have been otherwise unable to access legal services. Um, it is no accident that the legal profession in Victoria initiated and nurtured the free legal services that have grown into the essential and substantial community legal centres that we have today. But the involvement of the state has been essential to the wider availability of legal assistance to those who are unable to afford a lawyer. Broadly speaking, uh, the state's involvement in the provision of legal aid has been because of uh, a philosophical commitment to fair justice, especially in relation to criminal matters, and an acknowledgement that, no matter how generous, the private profession could not possibly provide all the required services pro bono. To help cope with the demand for these legal services, the community needs state-funded legal aid, and the legal aid system needs the private legal profession. I experienced and understood this symbiotic relationship between the private profession and legal aid firsthand uh, as a young practitioner in the early 1980s when seeking and obtaining grants of assistance from the Victoria Legal Aid Commission, primarily from the legal aid offices in Ringwood and Brunswick. I recall those relationships, those relationships as being cooperative and certainly beneficial to clients. I don't know how much of the VLAC-aided work was then undertaken by private lawyers, but understand that today uh, the private profession provides about 70% of the legal services funded by legal aid. My recollection is that the criteria for qualifying for legal aid then appeared to be more generous than it is today, and that legal aid was available for a wider range of matters. Indeed, availability of legal aid was such that we had a professional conduct rule requiring lawyers to advise their clients of the availability of legal aid for a matter and it being unsatisfactory professional conduct not to do so. We have seen eligibility criteria though, both means test and matter test tighten considerably over time. It is clear that deserving and necessitous clients have been unable to access legal assistance. Recently, the Law Institute of Victoria joined the Law Council of Australia's Legal Aid Matters campaign, calling for an increase in legal aid funding by all governments, but especially by the Commonwealth Government, and also calling for the securing of Commonwealth funding for community legal centres. In that campaign, we have learned what we've already heard from Bevan and Mary, that legal aid is presently available to only about 8% of Australia's population, whereas 14% live below the Henderson poverty line. We also learned that the cumulative and uh, a result of the continued reduction in Commonwealth funding for legal aid has uh, resulted in Victoria now receiving the lowest per capita funding of all the states in Australia. In 2014, nationally, fewer than 74%, so, so it's fewer than 74,000 legal aid grants were offered considerably less than the poverty line figures and need surveys would indicate as being required. That means that too many Victorians who are deserving of legal aid 
are facing court or are at the risk of serious sanctions or great family or personal disruptions are left without legal representation that every Australian deserves. Many are going to court unrepresented. At the recent Legal Aid Matters rally, retired Supreme Court Judge Betty King said that in relation to criminal matters, magistrates and judges are spending increasingly large amount of time and valuable court time explaining to unrepresented defendants their rights and how the courts and the legal system work. Her Honour noted the growing unfairness of that position, especially where the Commonwealth continues to substantially increase funding to investigative and prosecuting bodies such as the AFP, ASIC and Border Force. In our adversarial system of justice, such imbalance, imbalance of resources is productive of injustice. In its 2008 Civil Justice Review report, the Victorian Law Reform Commission identified the importance of legal representation in allowing citizens access to justice. It said, an essential element of a fair legal system is the ability to access legal assistance and obtain a fair hearing. Accessibility of the law depends on awareness of legal rights and of available procedures to enforce such rights. When access to legal assistance is not available, meritorious claims or defences may not be pursued or may not be successful. All too aware of those possible injustices, private practitioners frequently offer their services pro bono when clients are not eligible for legal aid. While it is impossible to measure all the pro bono work provided by the private profession, a 2016 survey undertaken by the Thomson Reuters Foundation found that Australian fee earners completed 40.8 hours of pro bono work in the previous year. Private practitioners also contribute enormously to helping meet the legal needs of the legacy caseload uh, of asylum seekers. Uh, this need arose when the federal government slashed the resources available to help asylum seekers apply for visas. Again, lawyers stepped into the breach to work with agencies such as Refugee Legal to ensure that asylum seekers receive the legal assistance that they so desperately need. The Law Institute of Victoria continues to play a significant role in coordinating the response. The Law Institute also commends the VLA for contributing nearly $1 million to funding six new positions across three agencies to respond to the legal needs of this group of clients. Let me go off script for a second as well. As a launch of um, the increased funding for the asylum legacy caseload, um, Bevan Morgan made a speech which, which encapsulated the reason that we need and deserve a legal aid system in Australia. Um, if you haven't had a chance to look at it, I recommend that you get onto either the VLA website, Refugee Legal website, and um, have, a, have a study of Bevan's speech. It reminded me that we are all here for the same reason. We want access to fair justice for every Australian, not just for a privileged few. And sometimes that means that you have to stand up to government. The private profession also <coughs> contributes considerably when it undertakes legally aided work for clients. We have previously submitted that such work is undertaken at, significantly, at, rates, sorry, at rates significantly lower than market rates for similar services undertaken for private clients effectively subsidising the provision of government-funded uh, government legal aid. Amongst that, uh, all that, though, the call for increased legal aid funding will continue to be made. 
Today we acknowledge and commend the VLA's review of the means test which demonstrates VLA's efforts in seeking to ensure that more people who need and deserve help will have access to grants of legal assistance. One can only applaud a review which VLA itself says seeks to develop and implement a revised means test and contributions policy that is simple to understand, flexible, efficient to administer, financially sustainable and fair. Uh, in the meantime, the private profession will continue its generous contribution to the delivery of legal assistance to those in need and we look forward to helping the VLA in this review process. Thank you.